Welcome back to Deconstructed, I'm your host Sam Adam and McKenzie, and with me, as always, Harry Nero Richards. Didn't go for parry this time, but there we go. Yeah, one in two chance of parry, just like Very a one in two chance of Zyra turning up in a big game. Uh, oh, you know changed, how it is. You've changed your tune, but um, that's not uh, the Recency of... bias is, is the best thing in the world, and you should know oh, this. It, it is indeed, but that's not the topic of this week, Harry, because um, instead we're going to be talking about Mouse. Uh, news came out. But if it was this morning, it'll be at least yesterday morning by the time that this goes out. Um, uh, uh, Louis Mira, good bloke, uh, is reporting that they're going after Shuey. So if we look at how we've got to this point, obviously Shuey kind of goes unsaid. Recent major finalist, no one expected them to be there. Um, incredibly impressive performance. Looks like he's going to be potentially the best IGL in the world during the bulk of CS2, um, providing CS2 doesn't fuck everyone's career. Um, not the point for today. Um, so, so Mouse, you know, uh, Mouse ended last year, uh, semi-finalist at IM Rio Major, possibly due to a Cloud9 choke. Um, you know, they'd recently brought Insertion. They were looking really good. They come into this year. They barely played events. The events they've played at, they've been quite shit. And, um, other than that, they've had one, maybe two decent runs. I mean, Pro League quarterfinals, I think it was. It's like, uh, it's kind of whatever because of the format. Dallas, second. You can't really take it away from them, but it is Dallas, so it's like dead team central. Uh, so, yeah, it is very tempting too. And then you've got, obviously, the Paris major right before that and Rio right before that, where um, they stunk at both events. Um so yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of now the general template that I'll I'll give the little overview and ask, then ask you your thoughts. So uh, Harry, what's what's your uh, your little brief overview of Mouse? Yeah, I mean, they're just it's it's hard to talk about Mouse because they barely played this year. Like at the back end of Rio, they were getting like Rio last year, they were getting a lot of praise, right? And then and then this year they've just because they're not a blast partner and they don't really seem to care enough to grind the online cups like. The other teams who aren't blast partners, like are sort of just sitting happy, like, oh, we got Pro League and then, you know, got our ESL ranking and we'll make the major and it'll be fine. And it just, it, they just seem to come into cold, like a lot of events, maybe because of the lack of officials, I think. I think that's the biggest storyline this year is just they've barely played. And then when they have played, they've looked so rusty. Like, Frozen's still been getting his numbers, but the others have been, like, it looks like they've not played enough. And, I don't know. It's, it's the Shuey news isn't a surprise at all. I don't think to anyone. But I think what's more surprising is that Shuey wants to go back. Like I think there's a lot of there's a lot of friendship involved in that decision. To be honest, I think I think on purely on paper there are better teams that he could have gone to. Um, we proposed him going to, but but yeah, I think it, I think Shuey is it's it's not going to be a completely magic wand to fix every issue that Mouse had in the first half of this year. No, I agree, right? So I think in that sense, the, the best place to start is who's to blame for Mouse this year? Because, you know, as you said... Whoever does the sedge link. Well, yeah, they should be playing more online events. They Like, that's uh, that goes unsaid. Um, you know, there's a CCT every fucking week and they're all broken into regions that don't matter. So um, they really should be there. Um, but no, so I think... You know, as you said, they come in cold. 
into a lot of events and that's you know sometimes that does feel very clear to see but like you've watched a bit of mouse i've watched a bit of mouse do you really think it's just that because like sometimes honestly man like they, they just don't look good either like i i believe in at least two of the players on the team i can make an argument for a third and I'd probably leave it at that. Um, but they don't look, like they don't they don't look great at these events, right? No, I know they don't, and and that is that is the thing, and it's it's trying to link together lots of things going on at once, right? But but yeah, like Torji Torji hasn't looked like anywhere near as good as he was in the Academy League. Like when you were watching the Academy League, it was like him and Marcy training blows, like back in the first few seasons. Like I think anyone who actually watched it knew that Manasi's stats were probably a little bit more earned like Torzi seemed more like the type of player who was just pub stomping bad players whereas Manasi you could see like he'd do this to anyone um, and that's kind of come true um, since like so Torzi's kind of struggling a little bit JDC has had some horrible games even though he's like got very tough spots like very tough positions and actually has improved a lot since he first joined Maz I think um, but yeah kind of gone back into a slump for this year and Dexter, like, there's always going to be question marks over Dexter. Like, he's coming as this fragging IGL. Doesn't frag anymore. Um, still has a few roles where he should be fragging more if they're if they're going to win games. Probably. Um, like, he's not he's not like a star IGL, but he's not supposed to be the worst player on this team by like point one rating, which is what he has been this year. Um, and you can see at Dallas when he, you know, with the shooting he's coming out, it's fairly likely that Dexter probably knew he was gone at the start of Dallas. And then suddenly he just pops off in a few individual, like games, like and then he just pops off and then yes, the and suddenly they look good again. Like uh, I was just I that's what I, I was gonna say earlier. Like I think the Pro League run is genuinely like more impressive than the Dallas one because it's just they looked dead at Dallas. Like even while they were winning, I like, just like the stuff Dexter was doing. I just was like nah, nah, like this isn't this isn't sustainable. And then as soon as they played the final, just like yeah, not even close was it? Not even close. Like just. And then, but then, and then the t people who shouldn't be question marks was frozen insertion. Like they're clearly big time. Like they're proper players. Like those two could be in super teams and look fine. I think insertion's been a little bit more consistent. Frozen's always getting his numbers. Um, we'll get onto that later, I guess. But but yeah. So that, that's that, those are the question marks. It's can JDC get a bit more stability from his very difficult role, and then Torji. It's Torji is a huge question mark on this team and i don't know i'll, I'll just carry on talking why not you can sit there and look pretty um so i'm gonna towards is of course of course and then so the thing with towards is we've only seen him we've, we've only seen him under two igls really properly right we've seen him under shuey when he was amazing and yes there was a little bit of pub stomping going on but he was amazing like 1.25 rating i think in in we play academy league uh with shuey and then into one under Dexter was kind of mid, like kind of one of those opers that just looks like he's never going to break the glass ceiling. Um, but then you look at other opers under Dexter and and not like Acor, like Acor was terrible under Dexter, but he he's pretty good eye. under Shiri, right? Like, and Acor, yeah, he's clean. Fucking Torsi, he does pass the eye test. <laughs> yeah, there is that. There is that. Um, but but Acor goes to Shuey, goes to Shuey in Game of Legion, and looks like a good orper. And that is, it's a terrible look for Dexter that Shuey can take this orper that looked terrible under 
Mouser's IGL. So, and yeah, so Torji's the question mark. I, I know you don't rate him. I think it's hard for anyone to rate him based on his tier 1 display so far. Like, it is hard. He's just not consistent enough. Um, like, he's still an AWPer. Like, I, I think AWPing's really hard. A lot of people think it's really easy. Um, but he makes it look hard. He does make it look hard quite a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I think I think it would be... The thing with Torji is I wouldn't cut him. I'd give Shui a few months with him because the whole, like, the chemistry of that Miles NXT team was just crazy. Like, like we were all saying at the time, I remember, I definitely had conversations with you about it, just like, why are they only adding, like, one at a time? Like, why didn't they add these four back in February? When they added NBK, why didn't they just add all four of them? Like, it was so obvious to everyone that Frozen is the only piece on that team worth keeping. And it's taken them a year and a half to get here. But it's actually mental to me, honestly. Well, so... Yeah, I mean, that's a a whole other conversation about whether that was worth it or not. I think um, in certain aspects, you actually can make the argument that it has worked out in terms of growth and development. But I think it has reduced stock in Torsi because Torsi, uh, he, he, looked pretty good. he looked pretty good when he first got promoted um, since then. He's been pretty bad. I mean, he's like, like, you can, yeah, you're the boat to tell me otherwise because you know you're, you are Statman Dave, um, but at least from watching Mouse games, it feels like Torsi takes a pretty aggressive fight every round, on T side at least. Very rarely gets a kill, and Dexter ends up, Dexter just ends up with the gun in his hands. Um, moving on from. Torsi, which is always really funny, by the way. Like, get your fucking bingo card out when, when Mouse are playing, and you know you can't just have it Dex or points. It's got to be like Dex ends up with the orb ten times and a half. Um, but uh, you know, outside of him, like you and I, we both quite like JDC. I think there's a there's a <laughs> player in there. I mean, the first half of last year, and everyone's calling him shit or whatever, was the oh, best. We did as well. Do you not remember how he played ramp? Okay, like yeah, no, we, we, oh called my him, God. we called him shit for ramp. He was he improved so fast though, like. But he was also the best Mirage B anchor in the world. <laughs> yeah, so he had some potential. Yes. So he clearly had some potential. Like mm -hmm. that, that that was evident, and you know you've seen seen him at some events. I think it was um, was it Cologne? He switched to entry in, and he was just running out, ripping off heads. Big reason why they got to playoffs yeah. in Cologne last Check. year, but mm. then. Whenever they have a stinker event, JDC is rubbish. Like, generally, he will be in the bottom 10 players at the event. Yes. So, as, as the point that we that we move on to the next part, what I, what I want to ask you before we move on is, yes, Dexter has done very little with the mouse roster over the whole time he's had it and all the different iterations. But do you feel like, in some degrees, he is being scapegoated? Maybe, maybe a little bit, but I, I think it's like you look at this team and it's it's not going to be a, like a firepower team ever. Like whoever the IGL is, it's not a firepower team. Like it's not like NXT were like they didn't really have any true superstars. Like in the same way, like I know Torji had the like superstar stats for Academy League, but compared to like Bit and Monacy and like other players who've come out of it, they didn't like. 
I don't think they were really, I didn't watch loads of it, but it didn't feel like they were overwhelming people with just raw firepower. It felt like more like they just had such good chemistry. They had, they could play each other, off each other so well. Like Shuri's obviously very good caller. Like there's no question marks over that. So it's, it, 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 I think Dexter, there's been times where Dexter looks like he's calling a really good team in Miles. I think Rio especially, like you can say Carmine choked or something, but like Miles weren't just, we're just given an open goal. Like you still need to put Cardline under pressure for them to show, and they did. Like they sharks all up very easily. Like, no, there's I been times where. <laughs> mm. Well, there's, okay, so there's, but there's, there are times where Dex is calling, and it, it it looks really seamless. It looks like a really good team again. Um, so it's, it's maybe a little bit scapegoated, but also like whatever change you make, I think, I think you could remove Torji, and it would be completely acceptable instead of removing Dexter, depending on who you get, like it's not easy to see a replacement, but I think if you know Shu is coming back, you've got to keep Torji. And then in the next six months we'll find out if Dexter was scapegoated. And it and it is just, you know, players who were supposed to make the step up but just couldn't because at the moment it looks like Torji's that's the story of Torji, but you never know sometimes with Orpers like like you kind of you kind of should know, but then there are times where players just take like a year to just get used to it. Um Torsi has had a long time, like he's had a really long time to get his feet under the table and try and you know, mold a playstyle that's a bit more consistent in tier one. And he's he kind of hasn't. Like he sort of like you were saying he's quite aggressive on T side, like opening Jules Whites he's not. He's not at all. He's more like the C T side guy. Um, which is fine. Like that's a fine way to warp, but you kind of look at the way device is warping now. You look at the way some pious is warping now. The better is kind of shifting back towards people who, as you know, getting the money's worth out of the gun. And at the moment, Torji just isn't. He just isn't. And and that is a very hard thing to deal with in Tier One CS, um, unless you've got crazy riflers. And I think Miles kind of do. Like you could probably get away with Torji being your third best player, but he's got to be a good third best player. He's got to be like. You know, like dropping one point one five ratings as your third best player, and I just don't, I don't. Also, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that Shuri can get more out of him because it'd be a shame if he was one of those, like you know, one of those footballers who just looked amazing at Swansea and then struggled at a good team. It's, it's, it's hard to see. Heartbreak hotel for Joe Allen. Um, but let's, let's so before we talk about before we talk about Shuri, then let's talk about one of those. Potentially amazing riflers, because um, you alluded to it earlier. Let's let's just very quickly talk about Frozen, right? So Frozen, while well, Rops was on the team, if I'm right in saying, was still a pretty aggressive piece. And then Rops went. They had Beamass lurk for a bit. He was fucking rubbish. Um, so eventually Frozen shifts into those roles. And I think, you know, I think Frozen's a really good player. I think you think Frozen's a really good player. I think just about everyone thinks. Frozen is a really good player. Is he a bit of a sleeper blame F? No. No, he's not a blame F. He's just... It's not that he's a blame F. It's just that he's... Like he's not baiting, but it's its more like... It's more like Rops at the end of Mal's. Also under Dexter, by the way. It's not just Orpus he can't call for, maybe. Um, <laughs> where Frozen will get his stats whether Mal's win or lose. Frozen... Like, uh, I looked at it in Dallas. Uh, the stats are from before the final, but R Frozen had, like, the fourth highest kills per round in in one round out of Miles. So he was below, like, JDC in one round for kills. 
And then in Lost Rounds, he's like the top by far. And he saves a lot as well for a rifler. Like he saves more than most authors. Um, so it's, it's one of those where like he's getting his stats, but they are a little bit questionable. Like if you dig a little bit deeper there, they're not quite as bulletproof as some of the other like crazy lurkers we have. But I think what what's hard to, you can't then use that and just say he's a bad player. Like it, it's a lot of time lurkers need a functional pack to have proper impacts. Like you can always get kills lurking, but to have impact, you kind of, people need to be distracted for you to be able to make plays, right? If everyone's comfortable sitting tight, like, oh, just not buying fakes, not buying anything, like, you can just kind of sit there and wait, and the lurks is, lurking is just so much harder, and then you look like you're baiting, right? If your pack just dies every round, you look like you're baiting. Um, See, so yeah, I, I kind of want, you want a bit more from Frozen, because he, he had, does have that aggression in him, but at the moment, he is just that lurker who, like, kills a lot of people, but he's, but the main strength is that he just never dies, like, he never makes mistakes. He's more like a naff, to me at the moment like sort of like a better nath i think i'd compare him to that on t side like it's it's not blame f like standing five meters behind a teammate it's it's you're doing your default properly and and then whether you win the round is largely up to your teammates and i think that's frozen's too good a player to leave the round up to his teammates that's the one criticism of him i'd have for the year so far and maybe a bit of last year as well um so I think I'd want Shiri to come in and try and get a little bit more aggression out of him. Like, not loads, because you want your passive Loka to be passive. Like, it, that's the that's the blueprint. Like, if he wants to be Rops V2, like, the difference between Rops in Phase now and Rops in Fa in Mao's 2021, like, it's it's night and day for how, <laughs> for how many more peaks he's taking and how, how much more impact he's having. And that is, ultimately, ultimately that's, that's all you can get. Like, Frozen is... He's not the question mark if they can sort the rest out. Like, Frozen will have impact from playing exactly the same way he plays now. He will have more impact just if the team is more functional. Yeah, I agree, right? And it's it's a very difficult one where, you know, maybe people aren't realizing as much how little he's doing at times, but also it 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 really could just be a consequence of the fact that you go from having an entry who's relatively decent to one of the five worst players at an event. Um, but like, let's let's move on because we've we've got we've got Shuri to talk about, and that is, you know, the big reason why we're even talking about Mouse. Um, what do you think it means for Mouse, right? Because you know you've got Dexter, who yes came in as as you said he came in as a frag in IGL, hasn't really managed to do that on a consistent level over in. Um, Europe. How much of an upgrade is Shui just on that basis, on on that fragging level? A lot, a lot. But then, gotta remember Shui's like a star player in Game Allegiance, so it's not it's not a one to one comparison. Like he's got easier, he's got an easier time getting his stats. Um, but then, some of those where Dexter had those roles as well. Like <laughs> it's uh, before uh, before Zosh came in, Dexter had a lot of good spots and. He's basically like yeah, he is worse now, but he's not like he wasn't like crazy in the good spots either. I think Shuri's definitely an upgrade individually. Um like it, it's just it's just obvious to me, I think. Like just eye tests, I think it'll be more consistent. Um The th the thing is, like what I raised there with the roles, that could be a bit of an issue. Um, like C T side, they're gonna have to shuffle roles around a little bit because in NXT days they didn't have Frozen, they didn't have a Star Lurker, they had Shane who was just, you know, like an anchor basically. Uh, 
just an anchor on both sides of the map. Just pivot around him. Passive lurker, support player. Like, that's that's the vibe. Frozen's not that. Um, so on CT side, Shuey is going to... I don't know. Like, Shuey's Urshan and Frozen are going to have to shuffle a few rotator spots between them. Um, like, keep the strongest ones for each of them. Um, and then that might hurt Shuey's stats a little bit, probably. Um, but T-side's fine. T-side, you'll just go back to... Uh, just the normal Shuey's Urshan Torji pack that worked so well in NXT. Um, and that 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 is sort of the blueprint, I think. CT side spots, you can make a big deal out of CT side spots if we really want to. Um, like for some IGLs, they just clearly struggle so much as Anchor. Like Glaive's one of them. I think Shuey and Glaive kind of similar. <laughs> like they need to be in the action to call. You've seen... We've seen Apex. Apex has switched back to Connector now for Vitality. Like, he played Bianca for, like, six months. Now he's stuck Dupree there, which is a, you know, a bit of an alpha move. Just, I'll stick me back in con, mate. Stick me back in con. Sphinx has gone back to short. Um, some IGLs really need those rotator spots to be able to call properly. Um, and Chewy seems to be one of them. He's never done it. He's never not done it. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? What would you do with those three on CT side? Um, look, we, so we, we said, we said a few weeks ago when we were doing the Game Legion episode that, you know, Shuey needs a move like this to get into tier one, get into the ecosystem, play in tier one consistently. And we said that eventually that would mean that he'd feel comfortable to, you know, make the transition to playing these, these lesser spots so he can move up to one of these super teams where, you know, realistically on these super teams, no one's going to do what Nath did on Liquid to make room for you Kindar and just become an anchor. Like, who who, who at fucking phase right now are you going to make to be anchor if Karakum fucks off? Like, uh, uh, who, at, who at fucking G2 are you going to do that to? Like, you're not going to do that to, to these type of players. Um, but... I don't think that means that um, that Shuey should do that instantly at Mouse. I think maybe maybe he looks at it, you know, like fucking six months down the line, maybe even a year down the line if he's still with Mouse and it's not looking like he's getting that super team move straight away. You know, maybe Carrigan doesn't retire after Copenhagen, which maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Um, maybe then he looks at it because maybe he's built mouse back up to a point where like you know jdc's no longer good enough and they could they could get someone maybe someone from the academy looks worth bringing up i mean everyone at the moment yeah i can't honestly i haven't watched any nxt games recently so jim fat could be that guy um but i think for now you you definitely let shui play wherever the fuck he wants to let him come into tier one and just be comfortable. I think that's the most important thing to to gain an initial thing in this mouse. And also, you know, you got you got Torzi, right? Torzi's Torzi's the big project at first. Like Frozen will be fine. Zershan will be fine. JDC, he, he, he's he, he's got the shit rolls. He'll do his job. Torzi's the one that needs the fucking work. It doesn't need to be Shuey. He sat there figuring out fucking what he's doing on three or four different maps. It needs to be how do we get Torzi to work? So I think in that sense you've got to look at frozen or assertion 
twitching spots, which is when you look at the, you know, like the case writers of the world and what, what they're doing right now. So I'll switch it back over to you because, you know, you're, you're that guy. You're the case guy. But, like, who do you think is the better candidate out of Zershan and Frozen to move into that sort of role? I think you have to do what FaZe did. Um, with with Twist, with Twist Rops and Rain, they, like, shuffle around, right? Like, uh, I think Frozen can do what Axile, Rops, uh, and Caserata do on Ancient, on Anubis. If they play Anubis, Game Legion and Maz don't play Anubis, so probably not. Um, there's just, like, those maps where it's, like, the anchor spot is actually more important than the rotator spot. Maybe Vertigo as well. Like, I'd probably keep Frozen and Zershan. Uh, Zershan plays mid on Vertigo, but so that's already kind of a bad spot. Like, it's like so sometimes it will just sort itself out. But I think generally, like, philosophically, if you're looking at it, like, big picture, I'd have... I'd give priority to Shui and then Frozen, then Zershan for spots, probably. Just because I think... Yeah, I think you're completely right. I think Shui needs to be really comfortable, and that's the way to do it. Uh, just, just leave him in the spots... He's got a frag to justify that, especially if someone like Frozen's losing spots, which I think, I think, if realistically, probably Frozen keeps all his spots and then <laughs> Zershan and Shui shuffle a little bit because it's, it's hard to get a stuff layer to leave like they're good spots. Um, uh, I think, I think it's fine. I think, I think they will sort itself out. I don't think a role clash on the CT side is like the reason a team fails, usually. Like, I know Glaive and Blame F love to blame it on that, but that team wasn't going to win tournaments even if they they all, they all grew up playing completely different positions to each other. That's not that's not why that team struggled in 2021. 2022, I mean. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think I'd keep Frozen. I'd probably prioritise Shui and Frozen over Exertion, which is hard because he's so aggressive and so good. But, but we've seen anchors on CT side still be aggressive on T side. I think it's fine. I think Zersha could be a decent big site anchor. JDC small site. There's, there's like players are ma more malleable than we sometimes give them credit for. Like I'm like I'm a bit of a believer in roles mattering a lot. Um, especially on T side, I think it's probably harder. Unless you're like a star rifle and then you can just do anything. But there's like the big the big site anchors and and like I don't know, I don't think it's as huge a difference between between spots like on most maps there's three decent rifle spots and if you have three decent rifles then great sorry jdc but it should be fine yeah i agree and i think i mean you were agreeing with me so of course i agree but like shui as well you know you made the point of he's got to justify being in the spots i really think he can like i've watched a lot of him at this point uh probably the only player in this lineup now I've watched more of is Frozen, and that's just because he's been around longer. Um, I think Shui's legit, man. Like, I think in terms of the idea of a star IGL, of a fragging IGL, he is potentially the only one that, you know, we've said a lot about him transitioning to lesser roles in the future. Down, like, Might not have to do. Year down the line. Blave didn't. I honestly think there's a chance he won't need to, but you know, I, I alluded to, in my little explanation, I alluded to the big project. Can he get Torsi firing, or is Torsi just not tier one? If I had to put money on it, I think Torsi will improve slightly, but maybe not enough for them to be a contender. So, um, in the point you'd get rid of him? 
I'd give them six months, like I said earlier. Uh, I, I don't know how how much progress would you need to see in the next six months to to be swayed? Because I know you're pretty hard on him. Uh, give me give me one moment. Just chat some chat some bullshit for one moment uh, about Torji. Here, here's a fun one. Here's a fun one. Not even about Torji, but Mouse's worst map this year, Overpass. They're zero and six on Overpass this year. What's Game of Legion's best map? Is it Overpass? It's Overpass. Do you not remember all those shoey T sides on Overpass? No, the I Heroic do. One I was do nuts. But I just, I just felt the yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So it's um, that'll so be fun. So I've had a look. I've had good a look. fill from me. Put me on the desk. That was that was good. Put him on the desk. Uh, I'd like not to actually. see. I'd like to see just just on the base like HLTV rated, right? We'll go off that because great stats, great stats, great stat, solid base. Um, you, you got to be asking for like a for an orpa for a team that should be like never out of the top 15 like a point one upgrade point he's he's point 105 right now in 2023 is that reasonable to you yeah 105 is not good enough is it that's not gonna no, cut it's it. not it's, it's yeah. not it's not good enough 115 115 is fine 115 like... you can you can win games with a 115 open definitely solid 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 point yeah. um but you know, just because for my own satisfaction, I've got to get the little, the little extra transfer talk in. If he's not good enough, who, who, who do you go for? I don't even know. Is MHL good? I don't know. MHL's gone to endpoint. It's been rubbish, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Regali? Genuinely don't know. Regali would be fun, but River I think Regali's kind of Dexter. Can Shuey fix Dexter? Probably not. Can anyone? <laughs> Can anyone fix Dexter? <laughs> Can anyone? Oh. Give him, give him your Kindar till the end of the season. Um, if only we understood what was actually happening with OG and Orphus. Uh, no idea. No Considering idea, some um, people tell you keeping Dexter, other people tell you Dexter's definitely fucked off. Searson's <laughs> having a word, apparently, like, come on. Searson? There are Orphus, there are Orphus. Get I don't Searson think any of them... on Mouse. He's German, German org, that's fun. Oh, that I don't fun. think any of them Admit are like... It's fun. That is quite fun. And he is, is legitimately one of the best Orphus in the world. But he actually yeah. just needs. He actually. He's one needs. of the people in the world. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's it's hard to find good authors, honestly. If, considering them. considering that it'll be CS2 by then, you just pick up a whiz kid, right? Like your mouse, your mouse scout someone, find some crazy pug star author who's good at CS2 and has barely played CS:GO that you can just give to Shuey and go, oh, teach him how to warp. That's what I'd do. I'd get someone with, with the, with the like visible peak that you think you could sell him for six hundred k. What about wonderful? Tempting. Wonderful's a little bit of nothing. Sometimes, like he but he makes the right decision. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't think it's like a. It's not a downgrade. It's just kind of like wonderful is. Is not crazy like on an eye test like he's he hits good shots fine like he's pretty consistent at hitting the, the easy shots that are the most important shots to hit but is he ever going to be like a superstar like i think i think with cs2 coming out you've really you really got to take advantage of that and try and find someone you can sell later on because it's still miles we're talking about like like we were literally talking about shiri like it's if it's a feeder team you need you you want people with resale value and i think someone like Searson probably doesn't like it's why they're probably not going to consider Acor, even though she and him have good chemistry. Which is a massive and stuff. shame. 
which is a shame and it is a shame um but it's that you need you need want someone young resale value and crazy pop-off potential and i'm I'm not sure Sisson or Rake or even Wonderful take that. Like Wonderful's young enough that I, yeah, kind of fun, but I don't know his personality. I don't know how good his English is. I'm sure he might get him firing. We've we've given him credit for getting Orcus firing in in this video. Yeah, so give him a chance with Torsi. There you go. Yeah. Give him a chance with Torsi. You've you've got to give him a chance with Torsi, right? But it just it. Oh, I won't go back into it, but it really does feel like Torsi. He just he can't hack it, can he? He can't. It's just it. sad, man. It's just it sad how good, how good he was in Academy. He's like, a, if he was on FM, he would have had a lot of potential in 2020. And it's just never realized, has it? Uh, but still yeah. a chance. Yeah. Still a chance. Yeah. So I guess the last thing then to uh, to talk about before we sign off this episode. Dewey, Zershan, Frozen, JDC, Torzi. What do you expect from this roster? Upsets? Is that a boring answer? That is a boring answer. Yeah, I know it's, it's, a little bit it's like a a few playoffs. I don't, especially because the second half of the year has like three tournaments in it. They're probably not going to win any of them. I don't think they're going to win a tournament. I think like it's weird because we're like writing off second at Dallas as if it doesn't mean anything. But like, yeah, I think if they get to another grand final, but like one that's a bit more meaningful, uh, there's no major, so every tournament's going to matter more, I guess. Um, there's not going to be like a post-major tournament like Dallas. So if they get to a final of a big event, it probably means something good, right? Like I'd take a final. I just don't... I think winning a tournament is a too big an ask for how much work he's going to have to do with Torji. And that I don't think Zershan is quite there yet as like a star rifler. I think they need a bit more time. But I, I want them to have been in a few... a final or two before Copenhagen. There you go. Yeah. And you I never mean, know. Shuey's a major player. I mean, you look, you kind of, you kind of hope they get there, right? At least, at least like semis. When you, when we spoke last week about, uh, the inconsistent nature of a lot of these, fragging teams, these like star power teams, and then we talk about maybe the tactical side of Shuey. You, you'd hope maybe like if you compare to the tactical nature of heroic that, this mouse might actually be able to string some um some results together and you know at least maybe not finals because of the limited amount of events we have uh in the calendar for the second half of the year i know it picks up a little bit in the first half of the year and we'll have that before copenhagen but one of those events is fucking bass spring groups and uh you know a mouse, yeah, mouse yeah. which they won't be at but so so one one more question then because we start this episode talking about their very limited playtime in the first half of the year. What do you expect from them? Or rather, what do you what do you think they need in terms of playtime and how much we see them in the second half of the year? What would Way you fucking more. I think they should be in every online qualifier for every LAN event. And I think they should play a few CCTs if they've got nothing on. I think you could practice as much as you want you're still to get good data that you can make good decisions off and changing your playstyle and things. Like, honestly, I think it, because, you know, Frozen, Frozen clearly just didn't give a fuck about online games. Like, fine. You're not playing online games to see if Frozen's a good player. Play online games to see if the other four are meshing well. Uh, I don't care if it's boring. Like, it's, it can't be more boring than practice. Like, a CCT must be a little bit of fun. Like, you can see 
you see like the banter that Apex and Nip Academy had the other day, like it, it's fun, it's fun, it's CS. We play CS for fun. And those online cups just do make a difference. They do make a difference. Like they definitely burn you out. Like you don't need to go full Monty because Oh god, full Monty, that was good. Um was don't need to go good. full Monty on it. Uh it's that that's too much. That's too much. It clearly burns people out. But just if you got nothing on that week, like maybe consider it. Maybe like Official playtime, I think, is one of the most underrated things a team can have. And Mal's just had none of it this year. And it can't have helped. No, I agree, right? And I'm hoping uh, at, at least CCTs. Like, there's one every fucking week. Uh, like, fucking the Academy team just won CCT, uh, like, North Europe. I swear that also happened two weeks ago. Who the fuck knows at this point? Like, I'm like season 10 already, aren't there? There could be, there could be CCT Great Britain and, this, <laughs> and Russia would fucking win it. So... Yeah, yeah, really not. I think it matters. Just fucking play some games. Like I'm sure Shuey's comfortable with doing that because he's the only one who actually, you know, it kind of feels, um, kind of feels a little unfair on towards the JDC insertion because obviously NXT they did play some tier two tournaments. Shuey's the only one who actually went and had some time in in tier two properly. I mean, I think Frozen did fucking three years ago when tier two was kind of very different to the way it is now because of the way the partner system works uh yeah they've just they've got to be playing a lot more um we've got to see a lot more of them and you know like you said you get meaningful data from it but also if you if you do a couple of these cct's you win a couple of these cct's like your confidence is gonna go fucking sky high and that's a really big thing for these young players to have said that they've gone from the academy team they've They've gone into the main team and they go into the events, whether they're online or, or what, and they're 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 winning events for the main team. Knowing that you can do that against teams that you know, don't have this bracket next to them of oh it's it's an academy team. Like NXT last night in CCT they beat Sprout. They dicked on Sprout. And we know Sprout have a couple of roster things or whatever right now. Uh Zello's not being the player that they wanted. I don't even know if he played last night. I don't care it's cct uh, stop pretending care. no it's cct i really don't care but you do things like that and people always add the bracket of yeah but it's an academy team go and do it for the main team it's going to do you the world of good yeah and one thing we haven't mentioned cyclone cyclone and chewy were the duo so that'll be nice to see again uh like they always had a good system rash. good chemistry just <laughs> fucking boots it. Nah, I want Ash. I think, yeah, I, I bet Cyclone's been fighting for Shiri to come back for a long time. But no, he definitely would have. He dare. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah, I think what you're saying is right. Like I can't remember who said it. It was on a different podcast, I think. Um, I don't know the other ones. But it, but these like bottom half partner teams, like they actually lose more games than they win. Like they actually just don't get to win many officials because they just turn up and it's G two. It's like oh brilliant. Like cheers, we're underdogs all the time. Playing on those online cups that could be really good for you to actually just remember that oh well, actually we are a top fifteen team in the world like that is pretty good you know uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah be good I for mean them. they're only top fifteen because they're stat padding but uh, this is a team that could be um, so pay for you partner boys <laughs> yeah pay for partner whatever fucking <laughs> shitters uh, there's only half of them only half. <laughs> but yeah let us let us know what you think about that let us know what you think Shui can bring to this mouse team. Like the video, 
subscribe to the channel. We do more of these fucking podcasts. We do some interviews with some players you've never heard of and some players that you actually have heard of um, occasionally. And also some, some YouTube fellas like Nah, Pleasant Bloke. Uh, yeah, let us know. Thanks for watching. I've been Sam Anima McKenzie. He's been Parry Piro Pitchards. Got it in at the end. We'll see you later. Good night.